she just said, you know, everything in life should be fun. And it was like, you know, immediately when I heard it, I'm just like, that's a hundred percent correct. Like what, whether it's personal or professional, you know, business or family or whatever, like it, it, every, everything should be fun. Like I said before, you know, you only get one life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season three of Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm of course, Phil Better, and this season is presented to you by Unicorn Incubator. Unicorn is the largest rural incubator accelerator of its kind in the world. Located in southwestern France, Sola, its mission is to give entrepreneurs and their families their lives back while helping them build game-changing technology startups. Startups in the company are provided with a complete ecosystem for success, with direct access to proven funding sources, top-notch legal and accounting representation, access to the world's most generous business incentives, and most importantly, a dedicated sales and marketing accelerator that will put a startup's product or service on the fast track to success. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better. And in this episode, we're interviewing CT Cup, the Google Optimizer. Uh, in this episode, we get down to talking about how he helps home service companies get new customers by optimizing their website for Google. We talk about why you need to invest in your website and it's a living site not just a simple one page website and we he also shares some tips on how your online website presence and perspective can help you and how to better optimize it for you a little bit about ct he started freelancing back in the 2016 while working at his dad's advertising agency he found that he was having more fun six to midnight than eight to five Unfortunately, in November of 2016, CT's dad passed away and he started his own business in 2017. His dad passed on his entrepreneurial spirit to his son and he hasn't looked back since. So without further ado, let's jump into uh, the interview. CT, tell my audience about you and thank you for being on the show. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. So I started my own business in May of 2017. I worked at my late father's advertising agency for five years prior to that. I uh, started freelancing a year before I went on on my own and was having more fun from six to midnight than I was from eight to five. So decided to make the jump. Um, was it a, uh, a scary jump or were you like, nah, I got this. This is too easy for me. So in my mind, I would say there was never really any fear. It just, it just felt that this is what I need to do. This feels totally right. I've realized since that my intuition is my biggest gift or, or one of my strongest gifts. So that was really all I was doing was just following my gut that it was like, I have to go out on my own. I want to be able to work on projects that I really you know care about and, and build those relationships with my own clients and just kind of do my own thing. There was something about that that was really polarizing to me. Uh, so when I went out, it was just, I got to do this, but I would also caveat that was saying what I thought I was going to do then versus what I'm doing now. Like, it's just completely different. I just assumed I'll be a freelance web guy, pick up a couple of jobs here and there. And it was like, no, holy crap. Like I need to treat this like an actual business. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, I, I'm noticing that now as I'm getting more and more involved in podcasting and making it a business, it's, it's, there's a lot more skills that you need to find and, but also be open to so that it works for you and you can make it, make a living out of it. 
Yeah, it's always been taught to me or explained to me that you can't just go out on your own doing what you love because you love doing it and having that as the only backbone to it all. You know, you got to have the processes in place and and realize, you know, what you're good at, what you're not good at, uh, you know, where you could hire people or, you know, subcontract out, uh, just really figuring out yourself on a deep level and then, and then how that works from the professional expertise. But there just is so much more to it when you're out on your own than just doing that thing. I mean, I, if I could, uh, you know, if money was no object, I would literally be doing what I'm doing and just be creating websites all day, every day, because I love it. The sun can go up, the sun can go down. I won't, I won't know because I'm just in flow and just doing it. But then there is all the other aspects, the accounting, the, the financial, you know, stuff to it. Um, and just all these different things that you don't think about when you're an employee at a company, you're not thinking about, well, where, how long did it take for that website lead to transition to, okay, now I'm creating that website. You don't know that like it took, you know, two years or five months or whatever that lead time was. No, it's, it's something that I, I, I don't think a lot of people see when they go into being an entrepreneur. They don't, they think, oh, they, they say, make it so easy. And it's like, no, man, I have 20 people helping me look even better than I am and that you don't see. I'm just the face of what I say I can do. Then I find those people that can actually do it. So, yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting that you, uh, you added I always that. Say, I always say, too, that... Uh, this has kind of come to me in the last year. I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I don't, I, I just, it's just not really something. I, I feel like that's kind of put on a pedestal, like entrepreneurship, <laughs> a cool thing. I don't really think about it in that way. To me, it's really about just creating a lifestyle. All I'm doing is creating a business, doing what I love, creating, the, but, but that's the vehicle to help me live the lifestyle that I want to live. So like, then there, there's like total alignment there. So it's not just like I'm doing my own thing because, I love doing X, Y, Z. It's, it's sort of more reverse engineered where it's like, this is the lifestyle I want to live. Whether that means you want to make 50K a year, 100K a year, 500K a year, whether you want to stay in the same place or travel a bunch or anywhere in between, like figure out that part and then, and then sort of work backwards, I think. Yeah, I think building off what you said, uh, putting entrepreneurship on a pedal. So I think we're changing the meaning of entrepreneur because before an entrepreneur was this rich, rich, rich person and more and more people getting into it and going, no, I'm, I'm doing this for the lifestyle. Like my dad or my mom wasn't home enough and I wanted to spend more time with them. And so how can I create a funnel or like income stream so that I have that and I can live with my growing my kids and all that, or whatever the lifestyle is, you know? So you're not burnt out by 35 and you're like, oh my God, I want to shoot myself. Yeah, and I'll, tell you, I'll give you a real concrete example. So from day one, the goal has been to create a business that is built around monthly reoccurring revenue. So I create the website. I, I talk about that as like phase one, and then I'll host it, manage it, secure it, support it. Whenever you need something, I'm there and I do it for X amount a month. And I just try to be really, really personalized and create a one-to-one -one relationship that's just different than what people are used to in the web space. And that, that fulfills me. I, I enjoy creating those relationships, but then it's, it's also more value and it's different on their end than working with the designer that takes three weeks to, to you, know, create, uh, you know, change out this paragraph of copy or this image or whatever it may be. 
but um, I say that because I just I think that uh, it, it's really important to figure out you know what uh, what you enjoy and kind of like how, how to transition that from to a to a business sense. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a lot a lot of something that I resonate. I like to have a relaxed morning, um, but now I'm like doing my day job and that's not my nine to five. And then I have at five o'clock, it's pretty much go, go, go podcasting, podcasting, podcasting. And so that's how I live. And I'm like, I like that. I like, you know, relaxing in the morning and then working at night. Like you, you said it, uh, you had more fun from like eight to midnight. I believe it was uh, eight to uh, yeah six to midnight. I mean, then like the eight to five and it's true. It's, it's for us, this is like, it's it, no one works at night, so it's easier for us to get things done, or we can go out and see our friends if we want. Yeah, to me, it's total. It's just a total freedom that the the freedom and the flexibility. Whether I want to work eight to two, uh, six to midnight, or anywhere in between, I'm able to do that. I don't need to ask off. Um, I had a grandparent pass away recently and I didn't need to go to the boss and ask off for this or do this or finagle that now yeah I, I did have to move around some some meetings but like I'm in control of all of that and I, I never as an employee would ever have thought of myself as a control freak but I do enjoy the ability to really kind of call my own shots and do my own thing in that way and that so so I guess to go back like to me it's not really entrepreneurship it's really the lifestyle and then living it, you know, living life on your own terms, you only get one life. And so, you know, do what you love and, and, and live how, how you want to live and don't, you don't need to be confined to X, Y, Z, because that's where everybody else is like, like you're saying, like you got the eight to five, but then you're doing this, you know, on the side and you're loving it. Like, and that can totally work. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can totally be a mix. And then obviously with the pandemic, we've all been through, the remote work angle, which has been my goal also from day one is just, mm -hmm. I love the location independence, but now I, it's, now it's expanded, you know, everywhere that mm -hmm. it can be. Obviously there's some industries that can't, but uh, the majority of them have figured out that uh, it definitely can work. And it's more cost effective to have people at home because then your, your real estate cost goes to zero, your electricity that comes with the real estate and all that. And so you, you don't have to complete cleaning clues and all that. So like that, just right there, boom. And all you have to do is do your infrastructure, build the infrastructure. And that is a one-time build. And then it's copy paste it. Technology makes everything cheaper. Yeah. And efficient. Yeah. That's, and that's all we want in life. We want just an efficient lifestyle that we can enjoy and vi visit, you know, like, go to France, go to Italy, go and visit those places. But at the same time, if I have to do work, I can pull my cell phone, pull my laptop out, do a couple hours and then continue on with my trip, you know? And it's not like, oh no, it's the end of the world. No, that's been my favorite, you know, these uh, four, it'll be four years in May. And that's been one of my favorite things to experience is being able to mix that personal and professional. So I can go on trips to visit clients while I can visit family in that area or, you know, uh, go on a trip with family and, Hey, I'll wake up a little earlier and I'll do a couple hours of work and then I can enjoy the rest of the day and, you know, be present with them. So like it works in both, in both ways, but that to me, that's like huge. It's just, again, like that flexibility and that freedom. My clients don't care if I'm building their website at 10 AM or 10 PM. As long as it gets uh, done by the time they need. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry, I am just 
marking down something important you said and the timestamp because I don't want to have to write it all out. I'm lazy. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's so true because it's as an employee, like when you work in the fine uh, in a company, you have this set schedule and you have to do your time in that, and you forget that. I have so much other free time that I can do something else in that I can build this other business that eventually can take over my main, my main job. And it, because we've, we don't see that so much glorified everywhere. We only got glorified, you know, be a lawyer, be a doctor, be this, be that. And people are like, no, man, that, that kind of sucks. Like stuck in a job, like nine to five, hell no. Or like, I wanted to be able to go to like, you know, Vegas on a, on a Tuesday, whenever I want, I don't want to be locked in, you know? So uh, I, that's, that's for me, I find is the, the true meaning of entrepreneur. Like you're living a lifestyle that you want. If you want to work 24 hours in a day, just straight on building websites, you can. Or if you want to be like, you know, this week I'm not working because I don't have to, you can as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Um, so something that I really enjoyed was one of the questions I usually ask the pre-interview question is, what's one thing you, you're hoping to share with my audience uh, or the, for them to take away? And you, you wrote two, and I really loved how you, you looked at it two different ways. I love that kind of like creative looking. You're like, everything and anything in life should be not, it should never feel like work. And you got that from a mentor of mine. I want you to look, maybe expand a bit more on that. Yeah, so I was just talking to a mentor a couple of weeks back, and she had mentioned that uh, just talking through some different life transitions and some different uh, things not business related, and she just said, you know, everything in life should be fun, and it was like, you know, immediately when I heard it, I'm just like, that's 100% correct. Like, wh whether it's personal or professional, you know, business or family or whatever, like, it, it, every everything should be fun. Like I said before, you know, you only get one life. Uh, and so for whatever reason that really resonated uh, with me. And I, I would say like, I've always had the mindset early on, uh, from starting my own business. I got this from Tim Ferriss who, who passed this down from somebody else. It's uh, it's a hell yes or no. Mm -hmm. And that is like super, uh, ingrained in me. And, you know, I can take on a, a client, but if I'm only 85% in on them, you know, I'm, I'm sort of lukewarm, you could say. Well, then at some point, I'm going to put that project on the back burner because I'm just not interested versus if I'm all in, like, then I'll freaking do it at 10 p.m. Like, I, I don't care because I'm loving it. I'm loving what you're doing. And, you know, it's great. It's a great fit. So I'm super intentional with with the clients that I take on and, and making sure it's the right fit. Oh, I, I love that. And it, it's true. It's the hell yeah or yeah okay it's like why be mediocre when you can we've been told our whole lives to be we're these amazing people these great beings you know like you can reach for the stars and then so why are we accepting like meh in our life if we're supposed to be like full hell yeah balls to the wall type thing so no i i really i really resonate with that because it, it's true like why are we accepting mediocrity in our lives yeah i just can't yeah I, it's like just yeah no I, I could go on for 10 minutes but it's just like no I, I think I've, I've already kind of hit on it but no it's just really important to me to to figure out yourself on a deep level and and, and go with that 150 percent versus uh, being stuck in a or, or, or any situation that you're currently in like you're not stuck you may feel like you're stuck but there's definitely ways to to get out of it to see the value in it yeah 
And then the second thing to it, like you said, you were, you were rereading your, my question and you think you mean in terms of your work, I'd say a website online pr presence perspective, you need to invest in your website as the foundation and continually grow it over time, not a set and forget kind of thing. Now, can you just, ex I, I fully understand what you mean by that and maybe some of my audience does, but for the ones that don't, what do you mean by uh, not to set it and forget it? Yeah, so here's a good example. I have a design and build firm in Atlanta that I work with. I just recreated their website about a year, year and a half ago. And so it's a great website. You can go on there. You can check out their gallery of projects and, and dive into those. Um, so that's all good. But then now we are creating even, I would say those are like more surface level. Like, hey, here's 15 really amazing photos from this project. And here is just like the basics, you know, where it's located, um, some features, scope, yeah. whatever, and a testimonial from a client. Okay. So to me, that's like, that's pretty, that's good. That's good quality content. Like people want to read it, but it's still kind of a general overview of the project. And now we're building even more detailed pages to break out specific projects that they've done. Some that we've already showcased, but to break it out even further and like, you know, showing, examples of like renderings and different things and here was the problem the client had and here's our solution and here's why we did it this way uh like i was just looking at a pdf before i jumped on this call uh for them one of them that they sent over that i'm going to essentially transition from that pdf it's like a 20 page pdf to a web page and figuring out how to lay it out and different things and like the amount of content that we're going to have on that page is going to be killer compared to anything else that we've done to date and we can just keep building on that over time. So it's really creating that good content and then continuously building that because that's what Google wants. And so if you were to go to my website, like you'll see the whole point of me creating a website is to get the client to rank in Google where it needs to be. So like this design and build firm, uh, you know, pool builder near me or, uh, you know, mm -hmm. kitchen bath model, whatever it might be. Um, and so everything that we're doing goes back to that, that one goal to push um, to, I guess, create that Google juice or increase that, that, that juice within Google. Uh, so when people are searching that their, that their site shows up. Yeah. Cause Google went from, uh, I think Google and like everybody else, they over niched and now you have to come back to smaller niching. Like you need to niche down now because you can't, you can't play with the big boys who have the money already. So you have to niche down in the long tailed keywords. And so that's by continually creating and repurposing content on your website so that it stays up to date because the old set and forget doesn't work anymore. And now it's cheaper to do it because you have, you have a person like you, I'm like, just give me the content and I can create it for you. I don't have to come up with the content. You, you're giving it to me. So I just have to repurpose this. That's all I have to, cool. I got you. And that, there, there's where we're having fun. Cause now it's like, oh, the, the challenges and I'll just, I have all my work here. I just have to put the puzzle together, which is just like podcasting too. Yeah. The, the creation of content is huge, you know? So when, when clients have that, it's, you know, hallelujah, um, that's <laughs> half the battle or maybe even more um, to actually get it written. And just like a side note, when I work with clients, I'll ask if they want to write the copy if they want to write the copy or if they would want to work with a copywriter, I'm fine both ways. But the reason why I'm saying this is because of the experience that I have, I know that if a client says they want to write the copy, it's going to take about six months longer to create that website than if we just had a copywriter. You, they're like, no, I want a copywriter. I'm like, cool. 
Johnny, come here. <laughs> Johnny's the best yeah. copywriter. He costs this. That's what you're, I'm going to charge you. There we go. And then you get Johnny to do your work for you. But and you look like a god because you built a yeah. team for them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Genius. Genius. I love it. I and that's like Tim. What Tim Ferriss pretty much says in the Four Hour Work Week: find the people to do the jobs that you don't want to do and build an ecosystem like that. And it's great. I, I'm joining in these little networks and helping people because uh, uh, I do podcasting. I, I'm a podcast producer. And so I'm helping these other people go, look, this, this is a great funnel to have in your industry because you can funnel it to other people and create more content for you. And it's super dirt cheap to do. Like uh, you have your own podcast. Uh, what, what is the name of your podcast? Business in Board Shorts. I love it. I love it. It calls out to everybody. Um, and you talk about what specifically on your business, uh, board short business podcast. Yeah. So it's uh, featuring coastal business owners and entrepreneurs. So I feel a calling to the coast, uh, to the ocean specifically. There's nothing more peaceful to me, more calming. Uh, that's just, I, that's, that's where I, where I see myself down the road. So it was my way to let me, I didn't, actually, let me back up a second. About a year before I started the podcast, somebody told me the relationship that you can build in one podcast episode is greater than one of anything else that you can do. Mm-hmm. And the moment I heard that, I was like, one, holy crap, that's true. <laughs> Give me one second. And I'm just going to write that. I'm putting that time stamp down right there because that's gold right there. Yeah. Yeah. So on, on one hand, I'm like, that's totally true. I love it. And then on the other hand, it was, okay, how do I leverage that for my business? So fast forward, I tried a couple different ideas, uh, but nothing really felt like it aligned. It felt very separate. It felt more of a passion project than potentially leading into the business. business. Yeah. So um, just played around with that for a good six months or whatever. This probably all started like during COVID, you know, March, February, March of 2020. Uh, so I was playing around with stuff in the summer and then late summer, the idea came to me that I'm just, I love the water. I'm, I am drawn to the water. Any chance I get, I'm vacationing there, going there, whatever it might be. Okay. Like those are the people that I want to converse with. Like those are the people I want to work with. Those are the areas I want to visit. Why don't I create a podcast to try to marry the two? So that that's like the backstory to it. And then now, uh, as of this recording, I'm about 17 episodes in. They're all about 15, 20 minutes, so quick bite size. Talk about where the uh, person or the business is located. A little backstory to how they got started. Some are starting right out of college. I'm talking to some are, you know, they're in their 40s or 50s, and they just, you know, jump in over out. there. Well, yeah. So we're kind of hitting both both sides, and then talk about the the, the business that they run. So it's been, it's been great. I'm, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. You know, every single episode is different, uh, different guests, different business type, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and then uh, I've had a couple turn into clients. So again, like it, it does transition well. And I'm already thinking, you know, thinking through two different ideas, you know, hey, can I, cr- like we just talked about before, repurposing content. Mm-hmm. Can I create a book now, say after like a hundred episodes? You know, the 100 things I learned from coastal business owners, whatever it might be. Boom, that's there's a book. Wow, I didn't even think of that. God, uh, that, that's yeah. a great idea. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody steal it. Yeah, anybody can do it. Um, and then the other thing is like creating a retreat. So to me, all of these people, all these guys that I have on, <clears throat> similar to you and I, I can already tell like we have very similar mindsets. Mm-hmm. 
any guests that I have on, you know, are, we're going to have that same mindset. We may have completely different businesses, uh, different services, offer different products, whatever it might be, but the core mindset is still similar. So that in and of itself, even if I get two listens an episode, the relationships that I'm building there, to me, it's like my own network that I am building organically that now summer of 22, hey, let's all meet up in XYZ and everybody that's been a guest is invited and then however many people want to come, they can come, whatever. And they're just like a community there, I think would be really, really cool. So that the retreat angle and the book angle are completely away, you know, completely external from, you know, the vanity of these many downloads and listens and whatever else. Uh, it's just interesting to see that because so many people on the podcast are focused on that when in reality, there's so many other ways to, you know, measure the success, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, uh, I fully agree with you. Like I used to be when I started my first podcast, I was all about the matrix of making downloads, downloads, because I didn't understand the power of podcasting at the time. And now that I've looked back and been in connection with so many podcasters, I'm like, yeah, no, this is amazing. I got my first client, uh, a millionaire, you know, like I never thought I would have a millionaire client. Um, and I also got to interview the CEO of uh, multiple founders and multiple CEOs of companies. And it's like, this is not where I thought I would be with this podcast, but okay. And like talking with you and you just gave me that amazing idea for a book title, you know, a hundred lessons from a hundred entrepreneurs, you know, and boom. And I love how because I'm very, I'm a visual person and I need to see something to believe in it all the time. And I see over your shoulder here, because not everybody's going to be watching the YouTube, you have a picture of a beach and water. And I'm like, yeah, well, that makes sense. That resonates with you. You have it, the artwork, you know? So, and I'm like a, a silly guy. So I have my, my Mickey with his Mickey out here. Um, so that's just who I am. Like, but it's still like, we, I, I, like you said, we connect, there's a connection here. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. If you want a, a breathing, living website, contact CT, man. Like if you if enjoy me and my silliness, then you know, you're going to be able to work with him because he's putting up with my stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I love everything you're saying is like great. Cause like the, I, I resonate so much with the podcasting aspect and uh, what are some of like, if you had to give one lesson, let's say from one of your favorite episodes, you don't have to say who it is because we don't want anybody to feel jealous here. Um, who would you say, uh, what lesson was it that you learned that was like something that really resonated with you from your podcast episodes? I would say one of the most recent ones. So I always ask, what's the best business advice? What's the best life advice? That's usually how I end it. And one of the most recent episodes uh, on the life advice angle, the guest had mentioned just to be present and enjoy every moment. Uh, you know, be grateful and all of that and just just tied it up really into a nice little bow and was kind of talking about COVID and just you don't realize all the stuff that potentially can get, can get taken from you, you know, in a blink of an eye, something like that. Uh, and, that and then obviously losing my dad and different uh, experiences that I've had, like, it's really important for me. It's really important to me, um, you know, to be present and, and be there with those that you love because you never know when uh, when that last day is going to be. Ending it on a heavy note over here on the uh, on the uh, Investing Yourself podcast. Um, so, CT, I'm going to give you uh, some more time to talk about yourself, but this is more specifically time for you to promote your podcast, your business, any words of advice or anything like that that you want to do. It. This is your full time again. Um, 
no me talking. This is strictly you. So you have the floor, sir. Yeah, you can check out my work at ctcup.com. The podcast is ctcup.com slash podcast. So everything is housed within my site there. Uh, you can message me, feel free, right on the contact page. It's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, I got an Instagram and uh, for the business and then uh, LinkedIn professionally, feel free to, to reach out there as well. But those are kind of the main places I would say would be uh, easiest to reach. And then uh, happy to offer a free website review or audit going through your website and, and, and let you know, you know what's working, what could be improved uh, and, and have you do that free of charge. You can just message me and let me know that you heard me on the podcast and we can go from there. Awesome. That's a huge value right there. Give me a second. No, I don't want to put you in the waiting room. That's that's rude. Um, yeah, just leave. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank CT for being on the show. He, you've been an amazing value. And please, if you did enjoy even a second of the episode, please reach out to him. The show notes will have all the links for him. And uh, I'm probably going to be working with him definitely in the future because uh, I don't like making websites. I like talking to people and that's about it. So uh, everybody, thank you so much for being on the show, CT. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. I uh, invest in yourself pretty much. That's the ending, I think. <laughs> that's right. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. You Guys, I want to thank CT for being a guest on their show and you guys listening. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more about him or even hearing about his podcast, uh, his website is ctcup.com. Of course, that is ctkaupp.com. Links in the show notes down below. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. So make sure to invest in yourself.